I always appreciate being here on the more and more Twitch enterprise LLC. I don't know what your LLC, if you even have one, mm-hmm. but I always appreciate being here because this place is a wonderful space to talk about the things that people may not want to talk about on their channel or don't yeah. have the time to, or uh, don't have the right person to bring that information out into the world on their behalf. Yeah. And that is why I, I always am grateful to be here in this space. Thank you for inviting me. Thank Absolutely. you for allowing me to be in here. Of course. Especially to everybody who's in the community who tolerates all the stuff. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you, Brian. I was saying earlier, you are longest uh, or most returningest guest so far, and I'm glad to have it. Uh, because I know what sparked this is you saying, like, we have things to talk about. I have things to say. And anytime you put that out there, I'm more than willing to listen <laughs> and hear you out and hear what, like, what, what does our old Bricks O'Brien have to say? So I'm going to ask you, what is on your mind? What is going on in your world right now? Well, apart from all of the the happenings with Bricks O'Brien, the brand and associated children's book, Pro Gamer's Guide, all that stuff is actually separate to what I kind of wanted to dive into with you and anybody in the chat who is uh, willing to have the conversation, which yeah. I think, like I said, this space allows for this kind of conversation. And especially with how many creators end up watching this and being part of this. And it's awesome. So it's been more so this sentiment that I felt pretty much all year up until recently Mm -hmm. when it comes to content creation and um, when you're talking to people or brands or entities that are bigger than yourself, things that are... um, beyond what you believe you're capable of in doing that are at the intersection of you wanting to better your content and your career and everything that you do. And what I mean by that is, you know, you look at these larger creators who have different partnership validation badges on X, Y, and Z platform, which are because, you know, people watch what they do. And they appreciate that. And then the brands follow suit. And this whole conversation has been around, you know, we all need to support each other and be here for each other and uplift each other and whatever. And that is absolutely true. But there is something to a point where, okay, I had this goal since TwitchCon, essentially, uh, back in, I think it was October of last year, San Diego, Mm -hmm. where I felt the discrepancy between how people would talk to me as an affiliate, as opposed to other people who were partners. Right. And that has, let me make it very clear, no reflection on my value as a person, as a creator, blah, 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 blah. Guys like us have done things that all these Twitch partners and people have never done, but, but the, the brand people, the people that are important and make decisions, they don't know that. And they don't necessarily care about that. They care about numbers and impact and reach and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to go after this goal, which is uh, getting Twitch partnership. Mm -hmm. Now, do 
I care about getting Twitch partner. No, it has no impact on me as a person. Um, I don't, I don't, I would not, it isn't a burning desire in my soul. And so it became more so a thing of, I need to get this thing to validate myself as a creator, which is what I feel like a lot of these other things do. And then when you take that alongside, if I do this, then more brands will take me seriously because that's a stamp. That's a stamp that says, yep, I know what I'm doing. I've done it for so long and people Val support me. Here we go. Form of validation from Twitch. Yeah. It's a form of validation. And then the part that's kind of aggravated me and I'm going to be methodical with how I word this. Cause I'm, this isn't meant to come out in like a negative way, but there's a lot of people that I've encountered for better with, with great intent that yeah. are like, you know, you, Brian, you should, you should have a hundred thousand subscribers. You should have a million subscribers. You work so hard. You do so much. You put out all this quality work. You blah, 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 blah. And if that were true, then wouldn't my numbers reflect that? And wouldn't the brands be knocking at the door? And wouldn't more people be willing to support me? Mm -hmm. How, how often are people there because they appreciate me as a person versus what I offer to them in terms of content. So it's all of these mixed feelings of this validation from brands, from, from all these different angles that have kind of sunk into my brain in a very negative way. But I think is part of a, a, a like a bigger conversation because you know, if, if we did deserve all those things and why don't we have them? And instead of us just saying, Hey, Amor, you should have Twitch partner right now. Well, instead of just saying you should be Twitch partner by now, why don't we talk about the things that can get you closer to that point or right. me closer to that point? Why not have a constructive conversation instead of being like, coulda, shoulda, woulda, that doesn't change anything. Absolutely. So instead of us saying, that. being honest with each other, uh, we're saying, you know, you, you should, whatever, like we, we got to, I guess, work beyond that and more in a more constructive way. And instead of saying, you know, it is what it is, like it isn't what it is. Like we can do something bigger and different and better to get us to a better spot. So it's, it's this weird, like, like intersection of thoughts that I've been presented with mm -hmm. in the past couple months. And, and TwitchCon was the epicenter of all of it and not necessarily in a great way. Right. But that's kind of where I'm at. There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot of there, there uh, is, but I yeah. think it's worthwhile to do, which yeah. is why I wanted to do this with you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to do this with you. What I'm hearing is that there are a lot of well-meaning people who are saying you should be partner, or you should have this many subscribers, or you should be bigger, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I hear this as well sometimes, and and. It's very tough because as the person who is receiving this feedback, you know it's coming from a good place, but then ultimately it doesn't really do a whole lot for you. Like it doesn't make you feel better about it. I mean, I know that the intent is to make you be, feel better and be being feel more validated to a degree, but then in a way it messes with your head, right? In in a way it's like, well, you say I should be, but, and as you pointed out, those things aren't happening. Those it's things, not the reality of the situation. It's not the reality of the situation. You're not getting an email from Twitch saying you're invited to the program, or you're not getting 
the things that would come to someone who is at that level of partnership to, to hit that level of partnership. And then it becomes uh, almost a, a, a feedback loop of, yes, I hear that I should be, but all the things that are happening to me don't reflect that. And yet now I feel like I should be doing the, like I should be better than that. And I'm not right. Right. And I I've gotten like, I don't want to say sick of hearing like, Brian, you should be Brian. You should be. I think this applies to any of us. Like we, we should all be well off and deserving of, of these wonderful things that happen in life. So I don't know how to better frame it for, I guess other creators to communicate to the audience or otherwise, mm-hmm. like what type of feedback can we give as creators to each other, but then the audience to their creators that they like, like that to me, I don't necessarily have the answer for. And right. I think it's especially difficult for me because my audience skews between, you know, adults who are, uh, absolutely understanding of what's happening and then the people who want me to just play Minecraft which to an extent I'm like okay you're telling me you just want to see me play Minecraft that in a lot of ways is more helpful than the people who say Brian you should be Brian you should be because yeah. at least you're telling me what you want yeah yeah absolutely it sounds like uh, and this is me oversimplifying here but it sounds like you are looking for more than the accolades of, hey, I think you should be a partner, which is a nice sentiment in and of itself on its own. But then when you repeatedly hear it, it becomes one of those things where you're like, it's not helping me. So you're looking for how can I be better or how can I get closer to that thing that you think that I should be do, I should have. Yeah. And I think that's something that, creators need to be more honest with each other about. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to hear like, I'm not going to say to you like, Oh, you should be partner more because I don't, I don't care about that for you. I care about seeing your podcast and your dream, whatever that is come true. If that's Twitch partner, then yeah, absolutely. But we can think beyond just like a, a, a verification badge. And I got way too, I guess obsessed with that um that idea. Yeah. And True. it it consumed me in a very negative way. It resulted in unhealthy outlook on on yourself and your situation, I imagine. And the 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 worst part of all of it, and this is a, a lesson for everybody here. Obviously a lot of you probably know this, so I'm just gonna put it out there. Like when I said it's it's kind of weird. I said I had this goal to create a children's book through Kickstarter. It requires this amount to be funded. And then it happened in three hours as a yeah. surprise announcement thing for my audience, which to ask that amount for all of that, based on me not writing anything else or doing anything else in that arena before ever mm-hmm. was totally unjustified. Technically, yeah. I could have totally messed it all up. I could have taken all this and, and ran away with it and whatever. Obviously, I didn't. But when I say, hey, I just need you to show up. Yeah. Just show up and put it on in the background, my yeah. live stream. Like three, like three times a week, hour and a half, given that I have all these followers and subscribers and on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. That should be easy. 
right? Just, just show up. That's it. Just show up. And then you get in a negative mindset of like, well, why aren't people here? Am I not good enough? What is that is the wrong way to go about all of it. And I've needed to let that go, but that has been a thought that's consumed me far too much. And I feel like it does for a lot of people too. So I wanted to put it out into the world in like an honest way and just say, just say this. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Right. You, there's something about being a content creator that, often leaves us questioning our own ability to do to do this as well as our like you said am i am i good enough am i able am am i uh am i a fraud am i you know the the whole imposter like everything about imposter syndrome applies here um and i i i think that's certainly something we should definitely address here is that it is tough to ever feel like you are being successful at this, regardless of where you're at, I think. Right. Uh, I felt this way at uh, an average of two viewers. I feel this way at an average of 20 concurrent viewers. I feel this way. Like when I started the podcast at five listens and where uh, now it's a lot more than that per episode. I still feel like, am I really doing a good job? Am I really, is this a sham? Did I just fool all of you into like, at least feeling like I should be better at this than I am. And so, yeah, so uh, this is this is the crux to me. Yeah. The, the quality of your work is not in question. I can tell you from an outsider perspective, you're doing quality stuff. Thank you. I know I am better than I was five years ago, objectively. Right. The, the way the videos are produced, the way my live streams are conducted, the way I articulate myself, present myself, the lighting, the my every every single thing is measurably measurably better. So then why isn't it? Why isn't it going? You have right. all the supplies to to light the fire, but whatever you're doing to to you know hit the two rocks together with with the the kindling and the whatever. Why is it yeah. not working? Why is it not? And then what do you define as not working? And a lot that that to me is that's where I'm at, and that's where I feel like you are at too. Given how many episodes of Crossing the Streams you've done, and how yeah. inspired you've said that you feel. And how yeah. great it makes uh, other people feel like that. That to me is the meat that I, you know, the, 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 the whatever, I don't yeah. even know how to articulate, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's true. Like, I, I think we can both agree that we objectively feel and know that the quality of our work is in a good place. I don't question that so much as I just question whether I should be doing this much like you in some place in some cases and i'm going to throw this out there because our friend nicole in the chat has said some wonderful things and i'm not ignoring you nicole so i'm going to put this out there the quality of your audience i think is more important than the recognition from twitch with very little genuine support from your audience i whole i i wholeheartedly agree yeah but every conversation i've had with people within the industry brands People that make the decisions that doesn't matter seems to not matter. Mm. Seems to not matter because mm. as much as I can raise 
for example, on the first Kickstarter, right? I did, I did the children's book. Like I said, all the stipulations, raising amount of money I did, which is unfathomable and incredibly generous from the people that supported the thing. Yeah. But because I did that, that doesn't mean that other people are going to believe in it with uh, the publishers and the literary agents and, you know, people being on your side with X, Y, or Z problem. There's still ro- like so many roadblocks that have gotten in the way. And it seems like an endless pit of feeling the need to validate yourself mm. every single step of the way instead of relishing in the fact that these people support you. And, and like, I don't, I don't deserve any amount of the su- success that I've had with the size of the audience that I had. It's because of the people. And I know it's because of the people and I love the people, but that doesn't take it to the level that makes it sustainable. Like, like it's, it becomes numbers. Unfortunately, what's your goal with brands? What do you want to achieve out of curiosity? I kind of don't want anything. I don't want any part of these. I don't want none of it. Zero. (laughs) None of these brands. None of me. me, None of it matters to me. What matters to me is I want to be able to tell the stories that I want to tell to the people that want to hear them, whatever context that might be podcasting, live streaming, videos, whatever. Sure. And I don't, I don't want to identify with any single one brand or partnership or any, like, I, 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 what do you want? What do you want, Brian? What do I want? I want to rest. I want to take a sleep. I want to, I want to, I want to sleep and feel comfortable knowing that things are going to, you know, that at least at some point, I don't like, I don't need, it's not a big brand, like, but just some, like, I need the, the fire to like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like that. I need that. So I can like sit down by the fire and enjoy it instead of feeling like I'm hitting these rocks constantly. Yeah. And no matter what, it's just not. Yeah. Well, I guess the question is here. Cause I, I, you are before all this Twitch stuff, right? You have built an amazing community on youtube right you have a massive you you have an audience that massively supports you right a hundred percent yeah yeah so there's that you've funded a book you are a hot pockets ambassador uh you've been on uh what what were the services that have featured your work like when you had a channel for, or you were on beyond the brick, there's beyond the brick. Yeah. Where, where are these, oh, there's all these other things. There's all these other things, right? Kadoodle. I'm seeing in oh, chat. Right. But, but that none of that makes an impact Dang. in a weird way. It, it, it doesn't, I guess the question is, what's the impact that you want? I want, I, I as a creator want to feel like what I'm doing care, not only it, it carries its weight, which it already does. It absolutely does. People enjoy it, but that it can, it can extend beyond and reach into um, new areas where people can enjoy what I do and bring that, bring that back with them and can relate to the stories I'm telling or how I'm presenting information. 
or whatever. Um, but I, I'm I'm just in that weird spot that I feel like people, a lot of people get to where you have all these tools and skills in front of you, but like you don't know where to go or what to do with them. And that's like what I've, what I, the, you know, this entire conversation is like that side of a conversation I don't feel is brought up. You have done all of these things and you're looking for the next thing because I think it's only natural to want to grow, right? It's only natural to move on and evolve and get to the next thing. And you're not really sure what that is. You're not really sure where to take this. And yeah, I mean, you could be in a rut. You could be in a place where even like you kind of know what you want, but you're lacking the direction. And so because you're not really sure where you want to go, nothing's going to make sense to you. Nothing's going to feel like you're moving towards anything because you don't know where you're, you're even trying to head, right? And I think I think that might be a big part of it. I think honestly, you're doing some great stuff, right? You are you're working on your next book. That's a whole thing we'll touch on soon. You are doing all the other amazing things uh, that's coming up, but it's like, what is really next? What is the next thing to work towards? And I think for a while, partnership on Twitch was just a way to channel that focus. Yeah. And it's not really conducive to Bricks O'Brien's own growth, not as like a Twitch streamer, but as a creator and a person. Am I, am I, I reading this correctly? Yes. And I don't think it is for a lot of people as well. And I think a lot more of us and you, you've done a great job of this. I think Zach has too. And, and ACE, especially with the branding stuff and the merch stuff to continue to grow beyond just Twitch as a platform and what mm. this has to offer. Like this is actually a side conversation. I'd, I'd love to discuss with you and everybody in the chat. The question that I guess is a fun question that I, I kind of brought up with you but I want to hear from everybody in the chat too. Yeah. Like what is your favorite social media platform? Which one do you like? Cause I feel like a lot of the Twitch partners that I've seen and like, they, they strongly identify with Twitch and the platform bleed purple and blah, 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 blah. That doesn't happen with me. I'm not like head over heels for any given platform. They are just a means to, broadcast what I do in whatever way, shape and form. There's only one social media platform I actually like, and that's Kickstarter because I can see people put all of their dreams out onto a platform to hopefully be funded by other people and accomplish something beyond their own means. That's what I love the most. That's the only website I feel like I really enjoy. So question for you, Amor, what, what site, what place do you like the most? That's a great question. It, for a very long time, it, it was Twitter. It's no longer Twitter. Oh, no. For, oh, no. No, I wonder why. But for a very long time, and I'll tell you why it was Twitter. It was because uh, I'm a very, uh, I, I'm a text person. 
I like to read. And there was something very refreshing about Twitter when it first came out many, many years ago, when it was like, capture your thoughts, but in only so many characters, right? And it, in a, in a, in a crazy way, forced you to really, like, figure out what you were going to say. And this is before they even doubled the limit uh, to what yeah. it was before they made it stupid, like, high now for their Twitter blue people. But, like, that, I thought, was fascinating, and I was really into that for a very long time over the years that's gone away. Not what I really care for anymore. Uh, and to, to answer the question, cause people are probably going to say, what about threads? Eh, you know, threads is fine, but it's, it's not that magic that I had way back then because it forced me to think about how I would convey my message to the world. And then also read what other people had to say, knowing that they had the same restriction. Real quick. Did you ever feel like your success on that plat your success was tied to that platform because of how much you liked it. Did you feel a pressure to be good at Twitter or to no. gain followers or make content? That's no. interesting. No, I never, but th that's the thing though, because I'm coming at it from the perspective. I'm not big on Twitter in terms of like my own presence. Like people don't know me from like the one place people actually know me the most is here on Twitch. So to kind of talk about like, the feeling of wanting to create on Twitter. Like I answered that question that you asked, you know, what's your favorite social media thing for me? It was Twitter as a consumer. And I thought it was fascinating to consume things. I'm actually kind of falling more into Instagram now because uh, of, I think I just think reels are, are great. And I like, I like the feel of, short form video on Instagram right now. And because I follow a lot of our mutual friends who are in the Lego world, I think it's a great way to keep up with them. So Insta Instagram is probably what I'm feeling. Now, <clears throat> that's as a consumer. If we're talking about a creator, as a creator, mm -hmm. my biggest following is here on Twitch, 4,000 followers, the biggest single thing that I have going right now. And to answer your question about feeling pressure or like wanting to get better at making content on the thing. I mean, that's the heart of this whole conversation. I feel like is how to be uh, more successful on how Twitch. to be better, how to be better, <laughs> right. How to be better. And I struggle with that in general, because I know the things that make you generally more successful on Twitch are the things that I am not about. <laughs> <laughs> right i am i mean i am engaging i i like if you were to like rate my stream I, this is a bad example on crossing we the should, so hold on but if we if we did that then we would get those gurus popping in here saying well you didn't do this and that and whatever and that's the whole other half of the conversation yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. you sh sh should it be should be should be should be like yeah, 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 yeah. but but okay but my my thing is for me to be successful and the things that I have leaned into to be as successful that I am, I am at on Twitch has taken a long time to even figure out, you know, I've been on this platform for almost six years and I have undergone so many different forms from a indie game single streamer to a variety streamer of console games to a 
trying my hand at a little bit of Twitch guru ship and realized that was not what I wanted. And uh, going back into variety gaming while I figured my stuff out. And then I stumbled on to this wonderful Lego community. And then that was my focus for a long time. And then now we're in this weird combination of that and a talk show that I do regularly while diversifying my content, putting it on podcast platforms and YouTube. And for me, the pressure to do better, I think maybe this is a, this is like a thing about having been doing this for so long, but the, the, the pressure isn't there anymore so much as it is, the only thing pushing me and motivating me is is my desire uh, is for the mission, which the mission is to uh, showcase and highlight other creators and tell their story because I feel like that I am good at. I'm leaning into the thing that I'm really good at. So there's pressure to continue to do that, but it's self-imposed and it's not like, oh, I have to do it because... I want to get X, Y, Z. It's I have to do it because that's the mission. And if I somehow slow down along the way or fumble up a little bit, it's not a big deal. It's just I course correct and I'm back at it because there's been so many times where I've had to do that in the last year and a half. And then the pressure going forward uh, as just trying to be a better Twitch streamer is really um, because I want to to walk the walk that I have when I have these discussions every week with fellow creators, I want to be able to speak to that. Uh, and, and I'm really finally taking the pressure off of like, I need to get this kind of viewership or this kind of partnership because whatever it's, how can I just be better at this? And I know that's, that's kind of like, that's easy for me to say and point at cause I'm not a full-time creator. This isn't my full-time gig, but at the end of the day, I do it because I love it and I want to be better at it because I love it. And that's what's driven the quality of this show. So you, you encapsulate it all beautifully. And I think, so this is why I feel like the conversation hasn't happened here on this channel yet. Like not in this form. Cause you talk to a lot of people who have just started relatively recently, yeah. which is great. And by recently, I mean, within oh, yeah. the past two years, three two years. years, like, yep. Fresh. Yeah. So fresh creators, I am very much so not fresh. <laughs> so I am yeah. withered and, and gray and saggy by creator. Whatever, been, whatever. In creator years. In the grand scheme of it An all, elder right? creator. I was on YouTube with my first channel in 2009 and on Twitter in 2010. Like yeah, as a 13-year-old, whatever, right? Like I am I am weathered. That's the thing. Yeah. And this is not a not a cautionary tale, but like uh like just we're we're doing this right now. It's it's that back and forth about this point that you get to after doing it for so long. Yeah. And begin to question all the decisions and all the things and how to not do that. And that's what I wanted to highlight. And Mm. we're, we're doing that. So thank you. You've, you've done 
what you've always done with everybody else and what I'm sure you do with other people in your life is you just you thread you thread the the thought out of the jumble like you pull you pull the spaghetti <laughs> out of the jumbled spaghetti mess in my brain and like yep here it is right here all right cool we untangle yeah. it we put it out yes. there and then we each take an end and then whatever happens from there happens from there but that's <laughs> for patreon and whatever yes <laughs> so that's for twitchcon vegas i should say twitchcon vegas in october look for it yes people so where how do you feel about like now now that we've kind of processed a little of it like where are you at now mentally like what are your thoughts i'm in, i'm in the same spot of wanting each of us to really take a more critical look at each other's stuff and say hey you know this is this is how we can do better like instead of just saying yeah you know amore or brian should be partner what no really what can we do mm-hmm. how can i or or how can i help you accomplish what you want to accomplish your dream your ambition what whatever that might be that's what i want those conversations to be to be from because otherwise you i've been in the mentality of like you know people say brian you should be this well then why aren't you telling five of your friends about my channel which is a really unrealistic thing to think of anybody like anybody giving your time anybody giving you their time is you know the most valuable thing you could possibly ask for in life right um but that's what I that's what I really want out of all of this is yeah. is that more real encouragement, like tell me when my audio is off by 10 percent and I need to hire or lower something instead of saying you're doing a great job, sweetie. That's not that's not that's not you're doing good. You're doing good. I'm not going to help. I'm not going to help. I'm not going to help any of us. Nicole in chat says find your most successful content and emulate it. She, she earlier asked, you know, what's your most successful stuff out there out of curiosity? What's the stuff uh, that them, like you know does well? Uh, one of them, my most successful video that wasn't <sighs> technically impacted by Beyond the Brick was getting like Lego Luigi early, which is kind of a cheat code, I guess, because you get a product early. Of course, it's going to have draw. Sure. Um, my uh, talking about Twitch specifically, it has always been the tentpole events that people gravitate toward. Yeah. Um. And I've I realize that comes from the the family life, I guess, like, hey, getting everybody to sit around the TV to watch Brooks O'Brien is tough. So yeah. if we have a date in the calendar, yes, that is more practical for us to have uh, because at the Bob Bonanza, it has some of the highest viewership, my birthday stream. And hopefully that's the same case for the five year anniversary coming up soon. Yeah. So if it's a date in the calendar and I say show up here on this specific day for this specific thing, it starts here, it ends here that's yeah that's successful you hit the nail on the head though in terms of what drives really successful live streams amongst most of twitch to be more specific even like dialing it down to our peers in the brick building community or just our friends those are always the most successful things that happen is when it's a tent pole event when it's uh charity stream event a birthday or anniversary massive announcement you're launching something new those are always the things that will spike your viewership every time i can look at every time that i've done a massive charity stream i've 
like wanted to launch something like the podcast or do an event for the podcast, it always is what spikes the viewership. It's what also to some degree results in some growth for the next couple of weeks is because I did something huge and I don't have the numbers, but I see, I see that when you do those things, like you said, I can, I can corroborate the fact that when you do a big celebration, you get the massive injection of people, whether it's like new folks, but most importantly, your returning fans who haven't seen you in a while, they come out to support. Yeah. It drives up the viewership. And then I guarantee, maybe I'm wrong, but if you look at your graphs for like the remaining streams for the next couple times, they're still a little higher than what your usual is up until that point. They are. And that's why I'm like, well, you know, if there was any time that I was going to push for partner where I'm already at like a 50, which by the way, 50 is not the number you want to start pushing for partner at. You're, you got to be looking at like, 65 average 65. before I feel like you can really, you know, um, 50 is too little, but when I was already at 50 and then, you know, I'm like, Hey, that, that is the other crux of the, the feeling that I felt is as opposed to like the Kickstarter that I did. I said, Hey, here's the vision. Here's the goal. Can you help me? It was an, it was a, it was a resounding yes. Yeah. With like very quickly. And then at my, live stream it was like hey here's the goal here's the vision can you help me and people were like nope because it wasn't important or because it was unpractical or because of whatever and i was riding on that idea of hey you know after the bonanza happens generally speaking there's more people there for the next couple of times so maybe we can yeah. you know ride the current and then go but that just didn't happen so that's where that negativity, like I was talking about earlier, comes from. It's like, well, why are why aren't people showing up? So, given what we just talked about, what, how does this impact what you're going to do next? I feel like there isn't as strong of a market for family friendly, whatever that means, on Twitch in general. You're right. I don't I believe agree. there is. I agree. And if it, it like I've said on on in chats i haven't said it publicly on my stream because it's not really relevant but if it becomes if it becomes a conversation of youtuber kick we're all even twitching the dust absolutely not going kick and i see so many other people uh, gravitating that way and uh-uh no so it would be to youtube and you know if if there isn't a spot for me carved out on twitch that isn't conducive to the platform then what am I doing here? The only reason I'm here is because of the vibe that's facilitated from the people that are already on here. Like that's the, that's the thing. Actually, Kenderside in the chat is a perfect guy to talk to. He is a family friendly content creator. He should actually be on this show. Um, he's been doing this forever and was on uh, Facebook gaming for so long and made the switch over to here and did such a, he has such a strong community based around Minecraft and yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think the thing to look at is the format, right? And so Twitch as a live stream platform, and I, I think a lot of our creator friends agree, tend to, it is one of the best places to live stream, but given the nature of what you are trying to do, 
it, it very much butts up against that, right? Being a, a family-friendly content creator like Kendra Sight, who's in the chat, also family-friendly creator, I'm sure they'd say how difficult it is and be able to speak to those things. I think that from the jump makes it far more difficult to grow or make something out of your time on Twitch. And I guess that br brings you to the next question of like knowing that you're already to some degree at a disadvantage of growing your brand on this website. What does that mean for you? How, how do you move forward knowing that that will not help your brand as much as some of these other things that are out there? The other side of that very pessimistic coin that I, I led with is the unrelenting desire to keep going because you have to. And this is something that Southern Uncomfort asked like a, a little while ago, like starting up, how did you find the confidence and drive to keep going to where you are now? Because I got it in my head that there is no other option. I don't, I don't give up like that. If I, if I gave up, I'd be gone a long time ago. I would not be here. I would not be involved in any of this. I would have been wherever in life. I would, I would not be here. Like giving up is not an option. And it's a matter of, where to try and continue that effort next. And right. it, 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 like it, it, it's literally success is my only bleeping option. Failure's not from lose yourself. <laughs> I mean? like, like, that's how, that's how it feels. Okay. Like that's, yeah. that's it's necessity. Only... It's out of like the survive, your survival. Is that what we're it's getting at? Survival. Not, I mean, from a money standpoint, but like a, right this is, I got one life to live and this is what I know I enjoy. This is how I want to get my message out and find the right people and right. do the thing. You know, I think, I think that in Kendra side in chat kind of touched upon it a little bit about breaking the ceiling in other places to make like your Twitch grow. And it's, it's the weirdest thing. And you hear us talk about this and you even hear the Twitch gurus talk about it, which is like so opposite, right. Of the, of our, our intuitiveness with it is for us to even grow on Twitch. We have to be successful everywhere else. How backwards is that though? It's, I, I feel like that's a fundamentally broken product. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I just me. Why do you think I'm not like? I mean, yes, I stream a lot, but like, why do you think I am focused on building a podcast? Because I recognized that it's not. That's not like the live streams are awesome. There's some great people here who I am so thankful for their support. But my ability to make something out of this this in the content i create it grows more on the back of this podcast than anything else now and it grows on the people that are willing to support me on youtube and podcast platforms because then they're like oh yeah he does stream he streams for, like i i'm getting that whole oh if, you know you had to you had a really cool talk with bricks o'brien or you know Amosaurus, you had a really cool talk about what you do on there. And that's how people are finding me. And it's so weird. And it's because those platforms are so focused on dial, like dialing in on the things that you like to watch and consume and keeping you on the app. 
So they're going to feed you those things. So the out, I mean, I'm going to say the A word, the algorithm, right? The algorithm (laughs) is going to feed more of the things that you like back to you. And that's how channels grow. That's how creators grow through the means of Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Those three specifically, they have great ways of serving content to people who don't know what they're looking for they don't even know what they like my my wife is super like it's so funny because she's super behind on the times like i'm like a streamer i do all this stuff she it's not that she doesn't want to stay away from that it's just never interested her but now she's getting into youtube now she's getting into all those things and she she even remarked she's like it's crazy how it knows what i like to watch and I just found a new like YouTube channel that I love. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's designed to do. Twitch is not designed for that. What's great is Twitch is designed to really drive engagement once people are there. They're really great at driving that ex- experience and that interaction between the creator and the viewers. But even now, the stuff that they're doing... It's just, it's not built to like bring people to your channel as easily. They're even acknowledging that their biggest tools updates are how can you export to TikTok directly from Twitch? That is their one of their big announcements from TwitchCon Paris was we're adding an export button to TikTok so you can move your clips to TikTok. And now it supports YouTube shorts. It's because they know that they're not great at so feeding. Popular. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? I, it's, it's just, it's broken. And like, you know, soccer hall is the saying in chat. It's not, it's not there to help you. It's to help the company monopolize yeah, on your popularity. That's what it's and, built for. And I guess it also stems from what platform what platform, this is why I asked the question, like what platform do you enjoy the most? What do you enjoy using? Yeah. Because, like, do I go on to Twitch and feel like I'm home and feel like I'm, you know, on this website because I enjoy this website, I enjoy the people, but mm-hmm. I don't enjoy, you know, you take, it's like the house. It's like, do you like the house the way it's decorated and we have, you know, this this cabinetry and whatever? I'm like, no, but you take all the people out, you can go somewhere else. Like, it's not, Yeah. to me, it's not a big thing, which is why I feel like part of content creation, you know, some people are saying post six times a day on the top three platforms. So that may not necessarily even be the, the, the thing at all. And even if someone who's full-time like me, like even doing that is not practical because of oh, all no. the logistics. You need a team to do that. You need, you need a team and, you know, finding people reliably and blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's a whole other undertaking in of itself and setting expectations and, all of that. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I don't burden any of my moderators to like, hey, can you edit these TikToks for me? Like, I'm not, right. that's not part of the gig. Like, right. No. If you could just make whatever you wanted for content, what would you be making right now? What a wonderful question. Regardless of platform and, and like subject matter, what would you be making right now? I would love to do a sidebar do i have just me or do i have a team you i mean what you could do what i could do yeah i'd sit a replay super mario odyssey over and over again for my own enjoyment 
for my own enjoyment, not not speed running. Um, <laughs> okay, what know, if you I, had a team? What if you had a team first? Let's answer oh, that. If I had a team, I'm let's more. answer if it I that way first. Yeah. Well, if I had a team, oh, I'd be I'd be posting at least once a day on every single social media platform on the games that I that I love mm-hmm. and having a weekly podcast with whoever I wanted talking about the more meaningful life conversations that like, like this, but not just content, like right. everything else. Right. And, and keep it, keep it all family friendly. I would have whatever team I needed to make pro gamers guide stuff, mm-hmm. animated show, any content pertaining to that, all different things like that. I, I don't want to, I don't want to work on something that only lets me be, I guess, a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. I want to be evergreen. Like me, me streaming only up on TikTok for <laughs> 10 hours a day is not what I want. And that's not what I feel like will contribute yeah. to my legacy. Because you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You, know, you know what I mean? The uh-huh. people that are like... Oh, I'll jump off this platform for a penny in TikTok terms. It's like, yeah. okay, that's not what I want. That's not what I want my legacy to be. That's not. And, you know, soccer saying, bring back fireside chats. I, th- I can talk about this here because people actually care. Let's go. But I, yeah. I, I talked to, I gave a, uh, a Twitch guru that we are familiar <laughs> with. So more. Yeah. I gave that entity my channel and said, Hey, give me a review. And the feedback is like, you know, you're family friendly. You're doing all this. This is not conducive to what you're doing. This is not helpful. It is too off base. It's too, whatever doesn't work. It just doesn't fit with the bricks. O'Brien brand. This is also contrary to the advice that I feel like a lot of other people also bring up, like, you know, do what brings you joy, do what brings you happiness. And people will just show up. Well, I did that and people weren't showing up. So do I stop or just keep going? That's also the other half of all those doubts and fears and anxieties and, mm. and that it's tough, right? That's why I wanted to ask though, what, what you wanted to do if you, if you just could, because I think part of you feels stuck, right? You, you feel stuck doing certain types of content. It doesn't, it doesn't do the fulfillment. Like it doesn't fulfill you. I think the way you would hope that it does, right? Like these, I, I know that's, this is why you're on this show, this show for the fourth time. It's because you like these conversations. <laughs> yeah. Right? You like having these. You wish you could do it. I know you had that short stint of, uh, as part of the, the Kickstarter, uh, bringing other friendly, uh, family-friendly content creators on. And yeah, I mean, I wish there was, I want you to find a way to make that happen. Right. I want you to find a way to make that happen, because I think that's part of will what will uh, keep that that flame going that like that ignite that motivation within you to keep showing up. I'm not saying you're not, but I think that's what makes it easier to do this day in and day out. Like, I don't have to be here every week doing this show. Right. But I love I love what I do. And so I do it. And I mean, I, I know that you love what you do as well, but I think you feel a little stuck because of your situation. It's the situation. I, I loved doing that podcast with family friendly content creators. And what really sucked about it was that get, I emailed 
an ungodly amount of people and tried to get in contact with an ungodly amount of people. And I could barely get six or five. And it, it it's either because I'm not already connected with them or they look at, you know, a YouTube channel with X amount of followers and like, this isn't worth my time. And then it's clearly worth their time to talk to me. Like it's not, it's not a detriment to me. I have the experience. I know how to articulate myself and present the blah, 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 blah. blah. But yeah. you know, when my audience says, Hey, can you reach out to this gargantuan Minecraft YouTuber? I'm like, no, they're never going to give me the time of day. So how can I possibly make that work? And then just a lot of that. This is what I mean. It's me. It is me. Like it's, yeah. it's call it lack of hunger, call it lack of motivation. I've done all that I've done, not because I'm uh, motivated to do so, but that is like the discipline of it. Like I don't, I don't cancel streams. I don't bail on the events. I like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it and it's going to get done. But I, I don't know. Well, that's why I asked you what you want. Like if you could make anything you wanted to make, what would you be making? Cause I think that's something firmly you didn't. One thing I want to point out is you didn't, hesitate much like you just well, you, you you said it you said what you wanted that means you've been thinking about it that means you know what you want yes and it's not that easy so how do you how do you break yourself out of that and hope that people understand and bring and bring that energy to wherever you want to bring it to. And that that's the question when you've been doing it for if I was amount of time. Brick O'Brien in this situation, knowing what I know about you and what we've already discussed, the beauty of it is that you don't have to do it in a single like a single day. You don't have to do it instantly. Right? Right. You can transition or you can make it a part of your content. And it does the other stuff that you're doing doesn't have to go away overnight. I think it's really about being communicative about your intent, what you hope to to do, and still doing the stuff that is 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 paying the bills right now or doing the things that you still need to do. Uh, because this isn't a perfect world where you could just drop everything. Like, I'm going to acknowledge that outright. Like, you can't just do that. But I think there is a path for you to say, yeah, this is the stuff that makes that fulfills me, that makes me happy. Or at the very least, if it doesn't pay the bills, at least you're getting an outlet for some of the things that make you happy, which will allow you to do those other things. Not going to lie, it's going to be more work. It's going to be more things. You know, I... I I get that, but I think that if you can make a little room for the thing that like rejuvenates you, it will make all those other things you have to do feel not so bad. Right? I agree. Yeah. I uh, there's no doubt about it that I've been burned out for an ungodly like like an un ungodly like ever Ever since I started as Brick O'Brien, I was already like, like right. I was, I was <laughs> trying to hotwire the car on the have side you, of the hall. Have, have you heard? No. Have you heard my definition of burnout and the definition no. that many other people use? No. Okay, burnout is when you feel like the amount of effort and energy 
required to do whatever it is you're doing does not feel like it's enough to match the reward or the output of the thing that you're doing. If it ever feels like you're putting more into it and you're not feeling fulfilled, that's burnout, man. Oh, I, that's been me forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Right. I've been burned out, dude. I've been Start burned out. Time. I've oh, been man. burned out. And that means the 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 way to deal with burnout is to one, accept the fact that you're burnt out, and then two, working towards getting to that place of the effort, the things, the energy I'm putting into what I'm doing feels rewarding and fulfilling. And it's not going to, again, this is like the transition. I mean, this supports the thing that I was just saying about transitioning to the things that you want to do. That's not an overnight fix. That is a, that is a work in progress. That is a thing. But, but most importantly, taking breaks is part of the solution getting time to relax and not worry and not have to think about the effort being put into the thing and then taking that time to re-energize and then coming up with a plan on getting you closer to the things that you desire and then working on it. Right. There's, and I, I have been doing that. And as a reminder for people out there too, it is no, no different than anything else in life. There will be roadblocks every single step of the way. And I've, I've struggled to accept recently that it's no matter how successful you feel like you are in your own mind. I'm not even talking from a money or subscriber follower standpoint. I just mean like in general, like that it'll, it'll never get easier. Yeah. And that's why I said the only option is to keep going and not give up because that there's no other there's no other option. Yeah. It's just to keep going. Not not like burnout, like forced through the burnout, but like on the on the dream, on the passion, on the whatever right. it might be. Right. As your therapist, I would say I'm just <laughs> I couldn't get the whole thing out. But but as your friend, I I mean I I watch you do this. I watch I've been watching you do this for gosh, it's been almost I gosh, it's been years at this point. I see it. And I, th- I think you really do need to take like a clean break. Like you just need a little time, nothing crazy, but like you need to take some time where it's like not you doing the content every day. Right. Just take the time. And even like, I know that's hard because this is your livelihood, but find a way to take some time because it's going, it's going to, clarify a lot of things for you honestly i think all this stuff because i know that you feel lost i know you feel like what do i do and i think if you get even a little time away from it where you can just go be brian and not worry about all this stuff that's happening on youtube and twitch and all these places or having to uh, i know you're doing this book stuff that's coming up but like which sucks but like in terms of being able to get away from things like you're not going to be able to right away, but I feel like disconnecting does wonders. It does. It does wonders because then you, you get some clarity. 
So, and it sucks when you love it so much and the people are there to um, support the thing too. It it doesn't get any it doesn't get any easier. And I and I hate for it to feel like a um, a therapy session for me, which is not what this was designed to. Like this was not <laughs> the intent at all. Yeah. It is it is a different kind of conversation compared to what I normally see on on Twitch or here or whatever. Um, Harley suggesting in the chat after the five year anniversary, just stop, uh, legitimately take a plan for, uh, a, I literally, that is literally not possible. That is quite literally has impossible. Literally has things. To, I know that's why I that's like, the time I don't take off. Like, well, that's, I, I, I took a second before I said all that stuff out loud about taking break. Cause I was like, there's no way he can with all the things he has lined up. <laughs> But I was like, just say, just say it. So it's said, but I know, I know. And you need, as soon as you can walk away for a while, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do that, man. You know, it's for, that's for everybody. Everybody, you know what I feel like is a different thing for everybody too, is like the, like the in-between stuff that you do to take a, a step away. Yeah. Like, Yes, everybody needs a break. Everybody's burnt out. But like, I feel like everybody's lifestyle, how they um, get that time in between, like how often do you spend time with family or with friends or in like that equation is different for everybody. And I don't, I don't nearly get as much time as I want to with friends and family, which is actually partly why I'm like, Hey, can we do this a little bit later? I'm doing, yeah. you know, seeing my family for a little bit and then yeah. whatever, like everybody gets different ratios of that too. Yeah. And Nicole and chat's right. Like you don't have to like, I know I'm, I'm myself was recommending the extreme of like dropping everything, but I mean, even if you can find time during the day, right. Where it's like you get to not think about all of this stuff. You, that's super helpful. Like you don't have to, you don't have to carry the weight of this work 24 seven. That's what begins to put those those feelings in us, right? Where it's like, I'm in a rut. I can't make progress. I'm not getting anywhere, you know? So turn off yeah. your brain, man. Touch some bricks. That's why Lego is my, oh man. Touch some and bricks, bri dude. And then I'm Bricks O'Brien and everyone's like, why don't you stay Lego anymore? Yeah. And I'm like, that's for me. And then they're like, <sighs> touch some bricks, dude. Is there any Lego you want to build? Right now, I do, and I'm looking at it, and I can't build it because there's no instructions. What are you doing? Oh, never mind. Say, what are you doing after this? You should go build some Lego. No, I can't because the embargo is like the 23rd, and I have no instructions because Nintendo and Lego hate me. So, gotta make the time, friendo. I know this that's a unique situation there, but like, go touch some Legos. Go, go touch some grass, Brian. <laughs> That's I was I was uh, I was thinking about that and uh, talking about it on stream. That for for us, it's not go touch some grass. Go touch some Legos. So Legos, yeah. Now you heard me. You you won't be a, a brand ambassador with that kind of talk, man. You got to drop the S. You gotta. Mm. Is there? There's. I don't see a world where more and more could be. A brand ambassador for Lego, but I appreciate no, it. neither can I. I, I applied I years ago through the uh, 
through the lens of, hey, I have a strong connection with like families and yeah. everything else. I can talk about the thing. And they were like, no, we want we want to know how deep your connection is with A-Falls. And I'm like, okay. Oh. You know how deep my connection is with A-Falls is with these, these Mario sets. Like, what, what stuff are you working on, man? I mean, I know we're talking about like getting taking a break, being able to like work through that, but like you gotta take a month off. What are you working on? But but here's here's my anyway, here's some Diablo 4. No. <laughs> and I let me because I wanted to I have a plan, but first I want to hear what you're working on. Okay. I am working on celebrating uh five years as a full-time independent content creator as Bricks O'Brien. I don't normally do all the anniversary slash Twitch anniversary, affiliate anniversary, anniversary, etc. Yeah. Um, I do like the big stuff, which happens to be generally my birthday every year. And now this occasion being the five year anniversary of Bricks O'Brien. Yeah. Um, that I've put a lot of effort into based on uh, the content itself, which I have a lot of fun surprises all throughout the entire 10 hours plus that it is all the giveaways of items that I've purchased that people have contributed to me. Some of which is actually in this pile right here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things like that all day long. And then that's also piggybacking off of the Kickstarter that is launching for my next children's book, pro gamers guide to making friends which will be a crowdfunding campaign shortly thereafter the five-year anniversary stream begins. So the, yes. those are all the, the, the current things in the immediate, immediate, literally. What day is timeline. that? July 22nd at noon Eastern is when that all, all starts. And that goes basically until it goes. Okay. I have two entire segments dedicated to literally just giving out like, 50 poly bags and stuff yeah. all throughout the day. Yeah. So, yeah. You have some, I mean, it's, I do think you should celebrate that time because you have spent so long doing this. I think it's time to celebrate, do some cool things. And this is where I wanted to go with it is take that time. And I know it's going to be a whirlwind of work over the next week just to even get that going but then post that you're going right into the kickstarter take that time and do something for yourself every day please every day no like take some say take some time i know you're busy set aside half an hour to an hour and do something that brian just wants to do that is not any of this stuff Cause it can wait. Cause then you'll be more able to do those things after. See, if I do that, then I'll take a nap and then I'll be up till four 30 in the morning and we can't have that. Well, don't take a nap then do something fun. Like get an ice cream cone, eat a hot pocket. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do for fun. Touch some bricks. But what what am I going to do with the Lego? It's got a war. I don't know. I did buy a lot of stuff on the Steam sale that is not meant for videos. Play a video game for like an hour. Play no, just, because then because then I'll bit like I did with God of War. I'll binge well, it over 40. Don't binge it. I, just take an you know, hour, bro. Do you, you know need I, me to call you? 
Do you want me to call you and be like, Brian, get on a Steam game and then call you now. Brian, get off the Steam game. Like, is this what we need to do? No, but I I binged Red Dead Redemption 2 in five days. That's impressive, actually. But you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. That is horrible. I am equally impressed and disgusted. I don't even know how to react to that. Because part of me is like, wow, that's pretty cool. But the other part of me is like, you should never do that. (laughs) I so it's such a great story. And I'm like, I got if I don't if I don't play this in like five days, I'm done. It'll never get done. I've been there. I, right. I've I beat there. it on Halloween night. My friends were like, yo, you want to go out and do something? I'm like, no. I am doing something. Get it. And, and played it. I got to replay that game. Anyways. That was like the time. you. I don't know if you were there for the story. The summer that I, I killed playing Diablo 2. Right? I kill, Were you there for that? Story? I don't think I was. Actually. Okay, so yeah. The short version is I spent a summer playing Diablo 2. And yeah, I... I didn't do anything <laughs> for people called me. I was like, nah, man, I got stuff to do. <laughs> Girls invited me over. I was like, man, I'm busy. I know. Yeah. Dang. Young Amor wasn't very smart. Dang. Yeah. You know, my, my motto is secure the bag at all costs, but you were like, no, I had a pump. barbarian to level up, man. I never knocked the hustle. I'll tell you more about that story because it is a hilarious story. But find something to do, for God's sakes. Find something for you where you're not worrying about this stuff. I want to know what everybody's thing in chat is. What is your thing to disconnect? Chat, what do you do when you need to disconnect? I feel like it's especially tough in like a creative field because most people would do this as their outlet. Fly a kite for 15 minutes, says Dr. Nurseman. Yeah, in the hood where I'm at right now. Yeah, let me just go out to the middle of the street where the power lines are and just be like like Benjamin Franklining this thing. Brother Joe says gunpla. Harley says Breath of the Wild. No, because it's it's more it's more like I can't. You know what I do? I'm not Jane Bricks. I can't do this. You want to hear what I do? This is probably like people are like, man, that's a that's a shame that you do it. I go to a movie. I go to the that's theater a, alone. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I go alone. I pick a movie that I've been super excited about. Whatever's playing, I look at the list. Sometimes you know it's easier because I may have something in mind. But I go, I go alone in the middle of the day. Yup. Right in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Tell people I'm busy. I get my favorite snacks, which is I which admittedly, is? which is admittedly, hot dog, <laughs> hot dog. That's not a popcorn that's not a snack. That's a meal. Okay, well, movie theater hot dog, popcorn, and then uh, like usually like a box of something chocolatey, like Whoppers or uh, Whoppers. Yeah, dude. I only yeah. get those at movie theaters. Like, I don't okay. eat them outside of that. So it'll usually be like Whoppers or something chocolatey if they don't have Whoppers. But that's what I do. I go watch, and I, I don't take anyone with me. I just go. I tell my wife, like, I'll be back in a couple hours. I'll see you soon. Can I, can I let me tell a brief story 
uh, yeah. based on what, literally what you just said and what Nicole yeah. just said here. So I went to a cookout. I went, I went to a cookout yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, I was right by the grill. My friend's cooking up all this. And I can tell the story here because they're absolutely not watching. They never will. Yeah. And friends are cooking up stuff on the grill, burgers, hot dogs, whatever. Yeah. So little puppy Ernie, who's actually featured in my book, the first book, you know, adorable dog. And so he's looking at me and I'm one, of, I'm one of his favorites because when I lie down on the floor, passed out or otherwise, he goes to lick my eye sockets right here. Oh my I God. I don't know why. Oh my God. But I love that dog. So I, sl- I slipped him a hot dog, you know, I, sl- I oh, cut up the part, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then my friend comes by like, don't give him that. He can't eat people food. And she's eight months pregnant. Oh no. Don't piss this woman off. Oh no. So I got a I got a picture in the group chat today that was oh. puppy diarrhea in the pen. Oh no. And she says, I don't know which one of you said it, but let me put it in writing. Don't give him human food. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Wow. So, so, so in, in the pet co on the ride home, I'm like, <laughs> it's an awesome picture, by the That's way. Hilarious. It's like you can you can clearly tell it's like this dog was not supposed to eat this thing. Oh not, wow. This stomach is not calibrated for this. No. And I'm like, man, that dog ratted me out, you little piece of so that uh, those two those two comments right in a row, I'm like, that's what that story reminds me of. So there's your little nugget. Yo, of info. just find nice something. Find something. For me, it's don't. Movies. Yeah, yeah. I'll, go, I'll escape to a movie on my own for a couple hours. Do you have the like the the premium pass, like AMC or whatever? At the time, I did. I mean, yeah. Not nowadays because I don't go as much as I used to. But that used to be my thing. Like all the time especially like at the time i was not feeling great about my my work and so i'd be like i need to and that actually really did help me kind of get through that um and my and my therapist of course who did suggest i find a thing that makes me really happy that doesn't stress me out about all the stuff i'm working on and yeah i would (laughs) i would like take lunch but i'd be like taking a long lunch see you guys <laughs> and i'm just humming my way driving to a movie theater and i would sit sit in a movie with my own thoughts watch enjoy whatever it was and then it it helped it really did you know what's a powerful move more hmm. you go to a movie in the middle of the afternoon and you leave your phone at home or the office yeah that when I've done that before, I'm like, no one needs to, I, I will not be bothered. Yeah. No one knows where I am. No one knows what I'm doing. Yeah. I did that unintentionally. Like I, it's I did awesome. it accidentally one of those times and it was amazing. Actually, <laughs> it was great. I was in line getting my hot dog, popcorn and whoppers. And I was, I went to like, you know, just check, see if anyone was messaging me. I'm like, oh, oh, I left, I left my phone. It's sitting on my desk at work. Oh no. Like it was, right. it was the best feeling. So yeah. 
Yeah, dude. It's 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 freeing. Do it's it. It's freeing. So and I, I love I love movies too. I just I never I never watch them here. I like going to the movie theater. And I know that's expensive. Yeah. I should probably get one of those memberships. I should I should make that my thing and then get the AMC plus whatever. It's 25 you, bucks a month. I'll ask off other stuff. Do the thing that's that is fun for you. For me, that was yeah. my thing. And it helped so much. It helped so much. Because everything else I can do is like done here in this chair. Exactly. And you don't want to be in that chair. I, I think that's the issue. And like, yeah, I could go put my toes. I don't want to put my toes in the sand. I don't, it's coarse and it's, you know. <laughs> gets everywhere. Gets everywhere. I'm not <laughs> doing pickleball. I'm not privileged like the Hanlins. I'm not doing pickleball. Mm. Okay. Mm. Stay off of Tinder, Nicole. I need to probably not be lonely, right? I gotta put my, that's a whole other. We're not going. Do you have any friends for for uh, Brian Nicole? I so, anyways, I have a uh, children's book coming out. So <laughs> bookmark the campaign. Yeah. Uh, no. Um. Th- this was like obviously helpful and. I think I think a conversation like this, I know I've wanted to see more of in that honesty and in that, yes, the community is obviously very supportive. People are very supportive of your work and long term. But in order for it to grow and do more and do better, there has to be more people involved. There has to be changes that are made and Mm. um, things that can correct the course. And I I want to see more of that. Mm. So thank you for allowing me to be on here and, and do this and joke around in the process and all of that. It's, it's been very meaningful, man. Thank you for those incredibly kind words. And I'm going to, I'm going to speak with full honesty and from the heart. And I hope you don't get mad at me, but never, I love you, man. And yeah, like, I need you to take care of yourself, okay? I will. I th- this is a thing. In life, giving up isn't an option. And that, you don't have that's to give what up. that what, what what I mean, like losing losing sight of the thing that brings you joy or getting straight off the path, that's yeah. never the forever thing. It is it is a temporary roadblock. It's it's a detour, it's a whatever. And yeah. The only thing, and people have asked me this time and time again, what is the thing that keeps you going? It is the people. It's it's kind words here and there. Yeah. Especially in the moments where it's not provoked. Yeah. Like I got a message on Instagram the other day that was like, hey, my son and I do like we we exercise and go to the gym because of the thing that you wrote in your book and you're making a great difference. Keep up the good work. Those things. Yeah. The the knowing knowing the impact that I have on people continues to be the thing that fuels me. And for everybody here, remind your favorite creator or any creator that their work is important because every time, every time when I'm having a bad moment, I'll happen to see a message like that from somebody I never talked to before. And that's what reminds me. And that's what keeps me going all of the time. And for as burnt out and tired and stressed and everything that I might be, I wouldn't have it. I mean, I would have it another way, but I wouldn't have it any other way in the sense that I know it's 
bringing people joy, bringing me joy at my core. And it's something I'm proud of at the end of the day. So the same applies for you in that your work is very important and meaningful and delivers value as the gurus would say. (laughs) Value. Value. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. I'm going to break our tradition and I'm just going to call it here.